I'm sorry, Martina. My Beamer broke down again. What are we gonna do now? I've been staying with my parents, so we could go to their place. <sighs> okay. Um, this is a graveyard. Where's your parents' house? We're here. Hey, listen, Martina, you know I like you, right? Yeah, I know. I was thinking, how about you be my girl? Your girl? Yeah, yeah listen, hey, bef before you answer, listen, before you answer, I, I got you something. Oh, what have you got? It's a bone. A what? Yeah. A bone. Hey, uh, you know I'm not like other grifters, right? Yeah. Yeah, I know. Oh, are you alright? Get away! jailhouse in the middle of Disney and go that's so cool because I thought I was gonna get my dick sucked is that what you think like every other fucking guy in this place so let's just jet let's fucking hype you up let's just gas you up no matter what you say and go that sounds cool it sounds like you and your husband are really cool it sounds like you guys have a cool arrangement <laughs> fucking dumb bitch and that is exactly how I feel I can't be that guy. Hello, and thank you for calling Miller's Ale House. We are open for dine-in, curbside pickup. Stay on the line if you need further assistance. Okay. Thank you for calling Miller's Ale House in Champions Gate. How can I help you? Hi there. I'm, I'm trying to see if um, it's kind of an emergency situation. I'm trying to see if my friend is there. He's a patron of yours. Would you be what's, able to what's tell me? What's their name? Hollywood Mersh. Hollywood Mersh? You don't know? Yeah, Mersh. He's a famous guy. Oh, uh, no. Are you sure they, they're here at the Champion Skate Ale House? Have you ever heard of Mersh from Revenge of the Sis and Nightwave Radio? No. No? Okay. Well, he's, I mean, he comes in there all the time. He's actually, he's pretty well known. He, like, um, I know recently he verbally destroyed a cougar at your bar. Destroyed a cougar? <laughs> um, I'm not sure. Does he have a first name? Mersh. He's mononymic. Um, He's the guy that, that um, crushes up the bones and snorts them. Okay. Um.
Now awful Louine is close at hand. Lolcow 
those mills now watch them bleed to terror spurgeons twitter feed from spooky charles to frank and gully there's no soul that won't be bullied come in costume or be formal just don't be paranormal i'm gonna miss tonight All all other bone fragments in the future needs to make The foulest stenches in the wind. The funk of forty and thin skin. A ghastly cough from smoker's lung. The smallest whiff of bear crack dung. And though you call the cops while scared, your voice begins to waffle. For no fans of hate can resist the evil love part of all. It's just me. Come on, it's me. Come here, come here, it's okay, give me a hug. to hear this on the screen instead of the great show you came to see this is painful dickhead that's what you sound like i remember lots of adults and kids too paid admission to enjoy the show we must insist on absolute quiet those asked to leave today will be refused admission to this theater in the future thank you
to the program and happy to be here. Happy Halloween, everybody. Yeah, you're goddamn right. That intro was long. Longest intros in the game. Welcome, everybody. It's Halloween. It's awful ween. I'm so happy to have you here. Let's see what they're saying in the chat room right now, shall we? We're live. We are every Sunday, 8 p.m. Eastern time. Podawful.tv. Awful.tube. We've got the uh, pumpkins in there. We've got uh, somebody saying... 10-minute long intros. What was that? 15 and 20-minute long intros are why I joined the Pizza Fund, says Pneumatic Tube. Thank you so much for joining. People are spooked already. They're really losing their minds over these intros. And guys, I had to do it. It's my favorite holiday. I'm so happy. And let's give right off the bat. We've got a lot of spooky surprises planned for you tonight. Tons of very spooky things. You know what I mean? Lots of spooky stuff. But let's start off with a little bit of a shout out to demons, everybody. It's Halloween. Come on. Shout out. Shout out. Jules. Oh, Jules. Like, all I do is suck your dick and the, eat your butt. That's all she does. Listen, shout out to demons, okay? When they possess you, they give you red eyeballs. So they kind of let you know. They let you in on it. If you fall for a demon possessing your friend, that's on you, buddy. Demons, they give you a warning. The red eyeball. Shout out to demons. And it would not be awful, Ween, if we didn't start this off by celebrating a close personal friend of mine, one of my favorite goons, and also it happens to be Halloween is his birthday. Ladies and gentlemen, it's Bob Hickman, a.k.a. Bob, Bob, Bob entered. God entered my body like a body my same size, like me floating into you or you floating into me. It's the Holy Ghost baptism, Acts 2.38. You are all my children now. Happy Halloween. <laughs> you know, it just doesn't feel like Halloween without seeing Bob and God's little butt, so... Spooky, spooky stuff, am I right? Ooh, there's a chill in the air, there really is. Now, listen, I've of course got on my Bob Hickman t-shirt, by the way. God entered my body like a body my same size. You can still get that over at potawful.shop, I hope you do. Got a lot of uh, great shirts over there. And I, let's get into a little bit more Bob here. Some people might not know Bob. You know, there's brand new people to Pot Awful. So I saw somebody in the chat room said it's their first Awful Ween. I'm so happy to have you here on Awful Ween. It really is my favorite show to do. It's my favorite holiday. This show is so jam-packed tonight that I, I'm not sure how we're going to get through it all. This might be a long one. If you thought the intro was long, wait till you see all of this. We got some more Bob stuff for you here. Um, Bob posted this video recently. He said, can I be a, a homosexual and a psychic and be a Christian and be saved and go to heaven when I die? Now, that's the title of this video. Let's see what this is all about. God entered my body like a body my same size, like me floating into you or you floating into me. I have to go look at a house because I may buy a house today. Have my own crib. Okay, so it was just about buying a house. (laughs) 
I don't really know what to tell you about that one. Bob is maybe, go maybe going to buy a house. He's maybe going to do it. He wants to get his own crib. It's understandable. He's been living in his mom's basement. And I'm not just saying that. Not the way the internet does. He's actually living in his mom's basement. And I'm fairly positive it's a, a reverse psycho situation where Bob comes up from the basement to discover she's just a skeleton sitting there in a rocking chair. For some reason, she still has hair. I'm not exactly sure how that works. In the, in the Skellington world, do they keep their hair? Where does, does hair just never go anywhere? Anyway, happy birthday to Bob. We love you. God entered my body like a body in my same side. I know all of God's secrets. Would you know, like to know what God thinks? Forever. He's our God now. God now. And I do see non-stop visions from God. Do you want to get an answer on what God thinks from somebody that doesn't have God? Or do you want an answer from somebody that does have God? Click on the link. Now, I saw a lot of people are very excited about that intro with Mersh. And speaking of new shirts, you know, I'm wearing the Bob Hickman shirt. We've got a brand new shirt in the shop, okay? Podawful.shop. Go there right now. It's available today. And it is. Everybody's been waiting for this. The brand new Mersh shirt. It's called No Mershy, okay? Owns to make us feel good. No Mershy. Of course, a wonderful parody of Mersh's Cobra Kai shirt. Twirl around, waddle away, no Mershy, bone a guy. And there's Mersh as the Cobra on the shirt, uh, as made famous by his infamous fight with Baked Alaska. You want to talk about spooky. Now there's a spooky Bones thing. to make us feel good. How did he get away so fast? There's still questions to be answered. Did he crap his pants then, or did he wait until he found his towed car? Anyway, you can grab this right now over at podawful.shop. And if you are a $40 member of the Pizza Fund, I haven't forgotten about you guys. I love you guys so much. Thank You really don't have to do that. But to say thank you, you will get a discount code. It's good for all of November on all of the shirts, not just the No Mercy shirt, but any of the shirts. You can go grab podawful.shop, and uh, I'll put a 20% discount in there for you as well. Um... That shirt will only be available for November. So that's uh, this fucking, by the way, I'm dressed for the audio only people. I decided to dress as um, one of the scariest things I could think of, which is, of course, a paranormal, paranormal guy. guy. Well, okay. Now, again, technically speaking, Michael Jackson was never convicted of a crime. He is legally, legally speaking, Michael Jackson never was a ped paranormal sort of guy, okay? Michael Jackson is very simple. And I have to make this clear. Michael Jackson only ever, he never touched a child. He never opened up and looked inside one of their bountiful buttholes. He never actually did a skin dive into a child, as far as we know. All he ever did was make his home into a multi-million dollar playground to attract children to come there and then sleep in his bed with them while they drink alcohol together. And as far as I'm concerned, in my America, that's not a crime. Anyway, the Merch shirt's only available for November, and then I'm getting rid of it off the store, so you have to grab this one 
before it's gone. All right, let's get into some more stuff here. We've got, okay, now this is a guy we don't get to talk about him very often. His name is Spooky Charles. If you've never seen a Spooky Charles video, you're in for a treat. He's a ghost hunter. And he's also a comedian. And also he ran for Senate in New York. He's one of my favorite goons as well. I love all the spooky goons, basically. When I say I'm so done with covering Mersh, obviously, I'm never done. I saw somebody say that uh, we've gone full tilt, broken our diet. We're 100% on a Mersh bender right now. This is what I mean. I love covering Mersh. He's the greatest law cow of all time. Of course I do. He's one of the most incredible goons. But these other guys, they're such little gems, and you only get to see them every once in a while. Mersh is making a fool of himself every single night of his life. A guy like Spooky Charles, he's a rare breed. He's not always there. Luckily for us, though, Spooky Charles decided... Hang on a second. Here we go. Spooky Charles decided to upload absolute proof of a ghost. Now, what he normally does, he likes to get... um. A, a camera and go into his bathroom at night while it's dark, while it's spooky, while it's quiet. He goes into the bathroom and he has one of these five times magnification mirrors and he will film the mirror in an attempt to find out whether or not there are ghosts faces showing up in it. Now, every time we've ever played one of these things, it never quite looked like a face to me. I never was a hundred percent convinced of him finding a ghost this is a different video this is completely different this is not your typical spooky charles video there's no mirrors involved there's no bathrooms involved this is in his living room this is your standard ghost setup this is night vision camera in the middle of the night he managed to catch something very unsettling he says this is the freakiest shit I have ever seen in my entire life. Now, again, if you don't know Spooky Charles, um, here, this will give you an idea about him. Dang! <laughs> That's Spooky Charles, okay? I'm the bringer of the law, motherfucker. Luke 12-2. Peace! That's right. So he says, nobody home, and this was caught on night vision camera. You can't make this up. Ghost dancing to Lizzo and Cardi B. Believe what you want, I am an old white man. I can't dance like that, LOL, I wish. So he's telling you right now, this couldn't possibly be him dancing. He's got the proof. Let's take a look. They don't know I do it for the culture. Okay, hang on a second. Now, I can't play this song, obviously. We're on YouTube, so I'll, I'll substitute my own music. How about that? Let's get a little something in here. Um, something danceable. Here we go. Wow. Look at him go. Look at him go. Well, there you have it, folks. That's absolute proof right there. I mean, I've never seen a more clear case of a ghost in my life. Now... That's not all we've got with Spooky Charles. Not only has he finally proven ghosts are real, he's actually done something even more spooky. He has gone after Joe Biden. You're not allowed to do this nowadays. It's completely against the rules. 
but he doesn't follow normal human being rules. He's the right hand of God for crying out loud. So this is what he says. All of his videos, by the way, start off with one of these disclaimers. I want everyone to know that Joe Biden won that fucking election. You lying right-wing conservative Christian lunatics. Get over it. He won. Now the country will be whole again. To my president, special show for you, sir. Hidden in this piece, you will love this. Watch the whole joint. All right, let's see what he's got going on here. So I guess he's going to... It's some sort of song or something. Let's go. It says, let's go, Brandon. Tribute to my president, Joe Biden. All right. Let's go, Brandon. Okay. Oh, wow. Oh, okay. I can't play this either. Spooky Charles, by the way, on the broom. Absolutely killing it on the broom. Let's get something a little bit more danceable going on in this one as well, shall we? Here we go. This will work. So he's, he's playing his broom and this is somehow for Joe Biden. And he said there was something special, something secret going on in here that we needed to watch out for. So Joe Biden is supposed to be sitting here watching this. He's slipping into dementia. He's waiting for something to happen. Uh, my leg hair, they came in the pool. They pet my leg hair. Oh, wait. <laughs> wait, Spooky Charles, what are you doing? He started humping the broom. Oh, now he's getting angry. He's screaming. He seems to be getting mad. He, he's cursing. All right. All right, okay. I'm not seeing the hidden message here. Let's just skip ahead, shall we? Okay? Stop going down that dumb road. Stop disrespecting my dresser. Is there like a ghost or something? I, I feel like something's about to pop up and scare me. The big beautiful dresser that I have. Stop disrespecting me or that dresser. You want it, you're not gonna Alright, there's nothing's gonna happen in this video. I'm sorry guys. I thought there would be something interesting Oh! Oh no. Oh no, he's flick okay. Okay, I think this is the hidden message. Okay. Oh, no. Oh, God. Okay. He's flicking off Joe Biden. He's saying, fuck you. He's humping things. He's saying, gabish. Which I think Mercer would understand. Um, that's how we say, fuck you, Joe Biden, in Italian. You liberal, leftist, socialist, communist, country-destroying, children-killing, pedophile, hair-smelling freak, he says. Okay, but where oh, it says fuck Joe Biden. Wait a second. Where's the hidden message though? You know what? I don't fully understand that one, but listen, how could I possibly understand it? I'm not comedy's new nigga, which is how Spooky Charles describes himself. He's comedy's new nigga. So I want to give him the chance 
to be comedy's new nigga. Unfortunately, the rest of the internet doesn't. In fact, he's been banned on Twitter more times than I have. He just tweeted this out um, very recently and got banned for it. I'm not even sure if I can actually show this on screen. He uh, tweeted the New York City mayor, Greg Gutfeld, um, all sorts of people. He says, uh, you really want to go after lib-legging, <laughs> lib-legging Fs like this cock-sucking? I, you know what? I can't play this. I can't play this. I'm getting a spooky visitor myself right now. Is something the problem? Something the matter? What's wrong? Huh? Okay, and? So what? Is it, is it, okay, so, huh? No, who cares? <laughs> I have, a, okay, we have a spooky, we have a spooky person who's just arrived here. We have it, now I told you there'd be spooky surprises tonight. And apparently I'm being informed here at the moon base, we actually managed to have a pizza delivered. Now here's what's going on. Somebody thinks that I'm Mersh. I'm not. But thank you for the pizza. Anyway, let's move on with Awful Ween. Not, not really that big a deal. But th I mean, thanks, I guess. Maybe this is just a uh, good thing. Thanks? I don't know. Anyway, uh, <laughs> so he's been kicked off of Twitter. He's been trying to get his comedy career going. And I'm not sure how he could. Can you, can you go? We don't want the pizza. Get out of here. You go to the moon to get away from people. And then suddenly, they're sending William Shatner into space. Anyway, uh, he wants to get into his comedy career here. It's not going well for him, unfortunately. Things have just not been working out for Spooky Charles. Um, he's got a new pilot here for his podcast, and I wanted to take a look at that. It's actually, I think this might be the greatest new podcast there is. It's called... Neo Phoenix. Now, I don't know what it is about goons and wanting to name themselves Phoenix, but it's high up there in the list of things. Let's take a listen. Oh, of course, it starts with a disclaimer. This is the only other podcast other than Pod Awful that starts with a text disclaimer. You can't hear this. Test pilot, Neo Phoenix show, 92721, episode one, Democratic fucking explained in 55 minutes. Disclaimer. Talk of cutting people's heads off is metaphorical. I mean, they should be arrested by law. At no time would I ever incite violence or promote it. If liberal leftists on Twitter can talk about blowing up pipelines, I can talk about this. Okay, that's a pretty good start to a podcast. That's the kind of thing you want to read in your podcasts. Hello, everybody. It is September 27, 2021 at 928 Eastern PM in Brooklyn, New York. Nice. How you doing? That's where I used to podcast. It's your boy, your nigga, your brother, your friend, your father, your uncle, your nephew, your fucking f whatever the hell you want him to be, Neo Phoenix, <laughs> a.k.a. Righteous Thorn. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's right. I forgot. He's got another AKA. So we've got Spooky Charles, AKA Charles Brandon, AKA Brandon Mark Charles, AKA his real name. You know what? I won't give his real name right now, but it's completely different. AKA Neo Phoenix, AKA 
the righteous thorn. Oh, when just, I get my shell. Oh, okay. So that was dead air on his part, not mine. Ooh, wait, hang on. Dead air. air. All right. Keeping it spooky. Very good. That was dead air on his part. And then his phone made a notification sound. So a great start to a podcast. Oh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say this, and I mean it with all sincerity. Whoever is going to be doing my audio is going to be paid a ridiculous amount of money. They're going to make more fucking money than I do. Because this is insane. Tell me about it, man. Woo! It's absolutely insane. Dealing with this crap. I can't stand it. I hate it. I swear to God. Whoever's going to deal with my audio is going to make millions. I'm, I'm just putting it out there. Whoever's going to be doing it, they're going to be. Yeah, who's going to pay them that, by the way? Because I've been reading your venture pitch to try to get this show off the ground. And apparently it's going to cost millions and millions of dollars to produce this show. And you have none of that. So fucking rich. So, um... <laughs> Great start. So, uh... Anyway, my cat. Here's the thing. Coming up in the show, by the way, we're going to have an excellent costume contest. So I hope you guys will take part in that. If you have your costumes on, if you don't, go grab your costume, put it on, because tonight you could win fabulous prizes! We're going to have that in the Discord later, potawful.com slash Discord. Also coming up in the show, we're going to play a little game called Trick or Treat. And we're going to actually play that with Spooky Charles. You'll see what it's all about in just a second. Let's hear him out on this podcast, though, for just a minute. Shout out to Kathy Hochul, uh, the governor of the state of New York, who's about to fire a few thousand medical practitioners, doctors, nurses, clerks that fill out paperwork. You want to talk about being inconvenienced. You're about to become inconvenienced. Do not get sick. I'll say it again. Do not get sick. Because if you do get sick, you are fucked. Okay. So off to a dead good air, start. Dead air. Oh and, my God. Um, Wait, what? I mean, how do you make that type of decision? I mean, you're, you're going to fire dead air, police dead officers air, dead air. and teachers and school and, and, and doctors. I don't know what he's talking about. Maybe you do. I don't keep up with the news so much unless it's spooky news. Now, I decided to skip ahead a bunch in this earlier when I was listening to it. And I was just hitting completely random time codes. And I came across something pretty interesting. I, I have no idea what the overall thing that he talks about in this show is. I don't know. I just went to this time by accident and this happened. Everything, every bad thing that happens in life is Trump's fault. And if it's not Trump's, it's mine. <laughs> but he was talking with this woman and uh, he was having at it with her and, you know, he's still on the air. Uh, but, uh, I was, uh, on the examiner, uh, one of the reporters wrote a piece about me. All right, hang on. And, uh, I was going at it with the... So, people have been writing articles about Spooky Charles, already kind of creepy. This one woman, because she was going at it with me. I don't see sex. 
Okay, I see humanity. I don't see color. I see humanity. I see people. I don't see all this other bullshit. Now that sounds awesome. That actually sounds really great. And I'm I'm very proud of Spooky Charles for being such an open guy. You know, old school guys like him, like Brooklyn dudes, they sometimes they can get it in their heads that maybe people are different. Not everybody's the same. I fully disagree with that. I think I, mean, everybody... I see it now. I mean, you cannot not see it. Now it's like slammed in your face. Wait, wait, hang on. You, you don't have any choice but to see color and sex and everything else. No, wait, Spooky Charles, wait. Dang! Oh, and by the way, I identify as a black man with a 15-inch dick. So, uh, <laughs> and if I ever get arrested in California, I identify as a woman. Uh, my name is Teresa, and I want to be housed with the other female uh, population. Because I haven't had sex in like 10 years, and at least... Okay! I got excited, very excited to see all of this... Spooky Charles, come on now. I actually, I like this podcast a lot. I think it's time he finally got the chance he deserves. I'm, I've been going through this venture pitch. Um, here it is. You can actually take a look at it for yourself. Let me bring this up on the big board for you so you can see it too. It says right here, venture pitch deck, read funding for my comedy show from Neo Phoenix comedian, controversialist and commentator potential investor hello i am going to ask you to do something as an investor or business person you would not normally do okay already off to a very bad start maybe watch shark tank or something neo phoenix and if you have any business or pride yourself on the investments you invest in which what else would you do with it if you have any pride yourself on the investments you invest in, you will read this whole proposal. Mm, no, <laughs> by the looks of it, I don't think I will. And I have a feeling nobody else is going to either. A little long. A little long. Brevity, the soul of wit. The longest intros in the game, pot awful though. So, hmm, I don't know. I apologize that it isn't something you would even normally give two seconds as it's not a formulated business plan, but how many of them have you read, invested in, and those ventures failed? Well, I've actually read a few of them by Spooky Charles himself, and... I'm the bringer of the law, motherfucker! Luke 12 2. Peace! I gotta say... All of them have failed so far. So let's go to our first bit here called Trick or Treat. Now, this is a game. Welcome, everybody. Here we go. Trick or Treat. I have autism. I can't help it. I'm Tom Gully, and you're watching Freaking Is This Gully. Live, the show on the Awful TV network. Pizza. Here's how Trick or Treat works. In the chat room, let me know what you think is about to happen. I'm placing a call. To spooky charles and i've left him a voicemail do i leave him a trick or do i leave him a treat of a voicemail let me know in the chat obviously you guys are in a delay you're a little bit behind but we'll see what you say in just a second here's the voicemail Let's see what they're saying in the chat Dead Tooth Gang, 
treat, somebody guesses. Oh, we're getting a trick. We're getting trick. We're getting trick. We're getting treat. 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 Trick. Treat. Trick. Treat. 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 Trick. 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 It's about dead even. And Please I do leave mean your message for nine two nine four. Okay. Hi there. My name is Paul Applewhite. I saw your venture pitch for your uh, comedy program and the Neo Phoenix program. I love it. I want to give you money. I'm just kidding. It's Jesse from Pot Awful. Spooky Charles. Happy Halloween. Listen, I'd love to talk to you tonight on the show. I know we've had a bad time together. You thought I was a lady named Laura. Then you thought I was dead. Then you thought I was her husband, Dan. I'm a changed man. I'm a different guy. I wanted to come at you straight up. This is just a little bit of a spooky, scary surprise for Halloween. I'd love to talk to you on the show tonight. We're doing Awful Ween. You know it. You love it. It's your favorite show, and you've been the star of it for many years now. And I've got a wife. I've got two children now. Um, I'm a different guy, so I didn't want to do the whole trick thing. I want to do a treat. I'd love to have you on because I checked out your brand new podcast, The Test Pilot for Neo Phoenix. Love the name, by the way. And I want to fund 10 episodes of your new show, okay? 10 whole episodes of your podcast, fully funded. I do all the audio. I heard you say you'd pay a guy a million dollars to do it. You don't have to. You've got Jesse from Pot Awful. So, Spooky Charles, what do you say? Do you finally take destiny by the horns? Do you finally stop looking a gift horse in the mouth? Because I am 100% serious about this. If you please give me a call back, 480-382-9385. That's 480-38-AWFUL. I think we could finally do some brilliant work together. I'm the bringer of the law, motherfucker. Luke 12 2. Pace. Congratulations, Spooky Charles. This ain't a trick, it's a treat. Dang! Talk to you later, buddy. Bye bye. Okay, technically that one was both, which means the chat room was somehow right. It was like evenly split. Good job. That was honestly kind of crazy how evenly split that was considering it was both. All right, that was a trick on you guys, but it was a treat for Charles. Now, here's the thing. I told him I would pay to make his podcast happen before I found this. And what you're about to see may unsettle you. I believe I've discovered something a little bit <clears throat> paranormal, paranormal about spooky Charles. <laughs> Let's take a look. This is an article he wrote on his now defunct website called trk387show.wixsite.com. We're really getting into the internet stuff here tonight. I oh got excited, very excited to see all of this. And this article is called Real Women Versus Little Girls. Not good. Yo. Okay, let's see what real women are versus little girls, according to Spooky Charles. This is according to the man himself. He says, I keep seeing this picture. Men do this and boys do that. 
i.e. men do what is right, boys do, do, do boys dole, boys dole, keep seeing this picture. Wait, the line just repeats. Men do what is right, boys dole, keep seeing this picture. Men do this and boys do that, i.e. men do what is right. Okay, the first thing we're going to hire for you, Spooky Charles, when I start producing your content is an editor. Men do what is right, boys don't. So maybe these women should stop getting involved with boys and wait until a real man comes along so okay we're not talking about little girls right so they really have no one to blame but themselves for their stupid choices right nil keep seeing this picture men do this and boys do stop repeating yourself oh my god dink a dink a dink how did you type this dink a dink a dink dink a dink a dink a Oh, God, men do this and boys do that, i.e. men do what is right, boys don't. <sighs> so maybe these women should stop getting- Wait a second, I already read this! What is happening? We have now entered the spooky loop! <sighs> so they really have no one to blame but themselves for their stupid choices, right? So I give you my version of Real Women versus Little Girls by TRK387. Real women care about what their men want, likes, needs, desires. Okay, all right, don't say little. I hope to God the line does not repeat after little girls. <sighs> little girls are too selfish and only care about what they want. Wait, are you wanting more out of little girls? A real woman wants to see their man happy, content, so she will make every effort to make him happy, be there for him. Little girls shouldn't even have a man, so enough said. Okay. Woo! Thank God. We didn't have to bust him. Oh, my God. Oh. Oh. Shit. That was a fucking close one. I am very glad that ended like that. Wait, hang on. There's more. There's a lot more. Oh, boy. Real women inspire, encourage, empower... Make their men the best they can be. They believe in their men's their man's dreams, regardless how ridiculous or impossible they may seem. Boy, thank God for that. Am I right, Spooky Charles? Little girls do nothing but demean. Put their men down. Wait, why do they have men? Wait a second. I'm starting to think that maybe he, when he said earlier, a little girl shouldn't even have a man. What he means is they need to work harder at it. Oh, no. <laughs> Put their man down. Tell them they can't. A real woman knows if she inspires her man in his dreams, she will only benefit. She is his friend above all else. Little girls have no friends and no dreams, so they want to crush everyone else's. This is starting to feel oddly specific. Dang! All right. Um, real women defend their men and will whoop an ex-wife's or ex-girlfriend's or any woman's ass if she harasses him you want your you want your woman to beat up your ex-wife for you or keeps his children from him okay this is oddly specific now i know this is very specific this is basically an article for spooky charles to read and nobody else real women uh, little girls are feminists who band together with the man's ex to make the man's life even more miserable 
Real women love their men. Okay, I get it. Real, real women do yoga and pole dance. Little girls just let themselves go to hell and they don't care about how their body look. Okay, I'm done. Nope, 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 no, 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 no. We're gonna wash our hands of that one. You know what? I need to look after my investments just a little bit better, especially when Spooky Charles is out there showing his ass to the internet. And I mean that literally, by the way, because just like Bob Hickman, Spooky Charles posted his ass to the internet. That's Spooky Charles's actual, real ass. I have autism. I'm a killer gorilla. Bada bing, bada boom, baby. Didn't think you were going to see that tonight, did you? Spooky surprises. Keep them coming. All right, let's keep them coming. I've got more for you. You know, I wanted this to be a big show. I wanted a lot of people to come and see it. Um, and I asked a guy, I, I, my friend Scott, he lives in Australia. I said to him, is Halloween even a thing in Australia? Because we have a pretty good number of Australian fans. And I feel like they don't get that excited for awful ween. He said, oh, no, mate. No, no. Australia is like, we don't really do that. Like, we know about it from a man. And I was like, okay, fucking boring. Shut up. Just yes or no. So Scott decided to help me out with something. He's a nice guy that way. Um, a little too nice. Well, you can walk all over him. He said, how about this, mate? How about I advertise awful ween for you so that we get some more Australian people in there because they don't know what it is. I said, that's a great idea. Scott tells me, you know, I'm headed off to Perth, where uh, your wife is from. I was like, yeah, that is where she's from. He's like, can I go have lunch with her, her family? I said, what do you mean? Like her 11-year-old sister or something? No. Fuck no. What the fuck? She was like, oh, all right. Well, I got a friend out there. I'll, I'll go visit him. So Scott goes to visit his friend, and it, I didn't realize this. His friend is Michael Wright. Now, if you don't remember Michael Wright, he's um this guy. Hi. I had enough. Enough is enough. Because the more you rant about bullshit about me wearing this army shit stuff that I don't even fucking have anymore. He was a stolen valor guy that we covered on the show. I'm going to go outside. The more the more you talk, the more my head fucking spins. This guy is a fucking cunt. Bang, bang, bang. He fucked me over. He's shooting me in the head. Ruined my fucking reputation once again on his fucking stupid channel. Bang. Kill him. Okay. Here's the thing. <laughs> All I did was talk about him stealing Valor, but Michael seems to disagree that what he does is stolen Valor. Scott told me, I'm going to go visit my buddy, Michael. Uh, Scott met up with him on a previous episode of the show. We discussed this. He met up with him at a bar. So they're kind of friends now. He said, while I'm out there in Perth, how about I do this? How about I put out flyers for everybody to let them know about the show? I was like, that's amazing, dude. What are you going to do? He's like, I'll put them in people's mailboxes. So this is a bit of a trick or treat as well. Um, let's take a look uh, at Scott putting out awful ween flyers. This is in Perth, Australia, near Michael Wright's house. Just doing a, a little drop for Michael. That's Michael's apartment. Just 
So he's outside of Michael's apartment. Just the back of his house. Back of his house, putting it under people's windshield wipers. Okay. So let's do this. This is a trick or treat. I want you to guess in the chat room. The flyers that were left for people, were they more of a trick or more of a treat? Guess now. More of a trick or more of a treat. Let's see what they're saying in the chat room about this. Phones to make us feel good. People are saying a uh, penile colony, shout outs to Perth, they're saying stolen valor. I am in a world of shit, uh, no junk mail. Okay, so people are guessing trick, 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 trick. This one seems fairly unanimous. Let's take a look at what it is that Scott left for them. He made a little poster for Awful Ween. Okay, well, it says, have you seen this man? Well, you will on the pod awful Halloween extravaganza known as Awful Ween live Sunday, October 31st at 8 p.m. Eastern time, awful.tube. And if you look closely here, you may be able to tell that we have uh, hit the rule of threes and it's Michael Wright showing his asshole to the camera. Now... The version I'm showing here for you is censored, but the version that Scott left in people's mailboxes was not. So I asked Scott, how did it go when you met up with Michael? And he sent me back some of the most bone chilling footage I've ever seen. Wait till you see this. Now, I want you to keep in mind, you know, Australia has been in lockdowns. Things have not been going well. People are on edge. You've seen all the videos on the news, on Twitter and all that kind of stuff. Scott went to visit Michael and this is what happened. It's honestly, it's terrifying. And I, I want to let you know before I play this, this video is, and I'm completely serious when I say this, this video is in no way unaltered. The sound has not been changed the, um, the, the video itself has not been changed. This is what Michael Wright's home actually looks like and sounds like at night. When Scott sent me this footage back, he said, I can't explain it, but at night in Michael's neighborhood, there's a constant horrifying droning sound. And it just drowned out all the audio. So I'll try to walk you through it as best I can. Let's take a look. Going down to Michael Wright's place to check out his. Uh, going on down there, making sure they're behaving. You notice there's a lot of rubbish out in front of his place, so. So there's a bunch of trash that. outside. Um, we know he's home already. We saw his uh, doing a the dishes in the, in the sink. They saw him doing dishes. You know, I gotta say, Scott, I'm starting to um, agree with Mersh. Maybe we are criminal sociopaths. What are you doing, dude? I did not ask him to do this. Shocking area. Uh, graffiti everywhere. This is, by the way, Australians have never seen graffiti before. This is shocking to Scott. So, could be Baghdad or something like that. Perfect place for an army man. 
The perfect place for an army man. Get <laughs> done. So Scott kicked over. There's just a stroller left out on the street. A dead child somewhere. Truly a nightmare place. Now look at this insane pile of garbage in front of Michael's home. Now this is all Michael Wright's rubbish. All of it. Now we have to be quiet as not to raise suspicion, but this is all Michael Wright's rubbish. Uh, it's an unbelievable, I mean, it's basically a landfill. The whole front yard is a landfill. You can't, if you're audio only, you can't imagine this. You have to see it for yourself. And it's a perfectly spooky night. It's a full moon. Hi, hello, I can see you guys down there. It's a full moon, cloud coverage everywhere, and this horrifying, constant drone. This mattress, it's Michael Wright's old mattress. This is what he slept on. Michael Wright's um, pink towel. Michael Wright's cupboards. Michael Wright's Dora, the Explorer table. Very, very spooky stuff. So he's walking down the path to Michael's door. Chilling. He's heading up the stairs. Michael is home. And Scott has hung out with Michael before. He bought him beers. He bought him onion rings. Now this is where things take a turn. The second Scott manages to get up to the uh, top floor there where Michael's door is, all of a sudden, horrifying noises come screaming out of Michael's window. People's voices, disembodied voices, gunfire. Scott says, what was that? The light turns on by itself. Scott runs. He's terrified. He's saying, what the fuck is that? He can hear gunfire. Now, it doesn't sound like gunfire to us because of the horrifying drone. It completely drowned it out. But Scott is running away. He thinks he's being fired upon. So now they're, they don't know what to do. They're just kind of sitting there trying to figure out what the sound is. <laughs> Hey, Marco, what's going on? The light came back on. It's not his, but I like it. Okay? Me. No. 
sounds of murder take place. These sounds were not happening before they came up the stairs. Scott's attempting to get. Trying to get Michael to talk. Michael Wright doesn't want to have anything to do with us. He's very scared. Now, this is pretty important. Um, if you don't know this about Australia, because of the crisis they're going through currently with the coronavirus and there's been shortages, people are panicked, the, uh, the whole vaccine mandates, people are getting arrested and thrown down on the streets. And I don't know if you remember this, but last year when the pandemic first began, Australia had a huge crisis when it came to toilet paper. So Scott was kind enough as a friend he brought a roll of toilet paper to Michael's house. And he, unfortunately, because Michael wouldn't answer the door, he couldn't get it to him the old-fashioned way. So Scott, being the ingenious guy he is, you know, he put a little elbow grease in there, and he made sure Michael got the toilet paper that he deserves. It made a it made a, a distinctive douche on the on the screen door and unrolled all over the patio. It's like perfect, perfect execution. You are invited to join the banshees, the werewolves, the vampires. The gooks. We're all coming to our Halloween convention of spooks. You'll enjoy this lively group if your blood doesn't end up in the soup. Practice your screams. Break out your shrouds. Tighten your nerves. And join the crowds at our convention of spooks. Thank <laughs> you.
Okay, is everybody in a fully spooky, scary mood? I hope you are. Um, thank you for being here on Awful Ween. Our costume contest is coming up soon, but I wanted to talk to you guys about a few scary things, some scary news stories, and also some very scary thoughts I had recently. I was discussing this with my wife. She, um, you know, I was talking to her, and she realized that um, she found a cobweb. She was absolutely terrified of this cobweb. Horrified, even. You know, the interesting thing about a cobweb is they're just kind of there. I said to her, a spider web is spooky because... I mean, obviously, you'd be scared of it. It's the implication of the spider web. It means there could be a spider somewhere nearby. A spider can bite you, can paralyze you, can make it so you never walk again, can make it so that you never breathe again. The delicate, thin strips and wisps of a spider's web draw you in with their invisible nature. You have walked through a spider web before you even realized the spider was there. Of course, a spider's web could be long abandoned. But you're still frightened when you feel its silky threads. All because you know somewhere Unseen to the eye, the spider was lurking all along. Obviously, a spider web is scary. But what about the common cobweb? Are they not much, much more frightening? Because think about it. The implication, somehow, somewhere, America's corn cobs are making webs, and we don't even know why. Thank you very much. I got excited, very excited to see all of this. Okay. Don't. Don't look at me for a second. I'm embarrassed. All right. So um, this was a terrifying story. This was shared to my Discord. Podawful.com slash Discord. Again, that's where we're having the costume contest in just a bit. If you're not in there, Podawful.com slash Discord. I'd love to see you there. Get in there and uh, let me know you've joined. And I will... Uh, you start off as a noogler in our Discord. And you got to make it to the cult rank. Just so I can keep out the spammers and stuff, you know. But I'd love to have you. We do want you in there. Um... So somebody shared this in Discord the other day, and this is maybe one of the more terrifying stories I've ever heard. And I'm not really sure what to make of this. In fact, it left a lot of the people in the pot awful cult terrified. It says here, a child's skeleton, three abandoned siblings found in Texas apartment, Sheriff says. Now, how did the child skeleton get there? Let's read the article. A child's skeletal remains and three other children who were apparently abandoned 
were found in a Texas apartment on Sunday, authorities said. The Harris County Sheriff's Office said a 15-year-old called to report his 9-year-old brother had been dead for a year and was inside the home. The teen authorities The teen told authorities that his deceased brother was in the room next to his. Very horrific situation out here. Very tragic, said Sheriff Ed Gonzalez. Been in the business for a long time, and I had never heard of a scenario like this. It really caught me by surprise. Deputies found the body, as well as the teen and two other siblings ages 10 and 7, calling the case heartbreaking. heartbreaking. Gonzalez said the children appeared malnourished and showed signs of physical injury. He said the three surviving children were taken to a hospital to be assessed and treated. Now apparently, the living remaining children subsisted for nearly six months to a year on the kindness of their neighbors. They asked their neighbors for food, treats, and pizza. Very interesting. Because how does a child even become a skeleton? Are you kidding me? Right before Halloween? That is so fucking crazy. <laughs> Okay, thank you to Michael Arthur Taylor Jr. for making that video for me. Um, we've got another trick-or-treat scenario for you. They're cyberbullying me to death. Now, this now, next, this one, next one, one is a trick-or-treat for the ages. I called a ghost hunter, and I wanted to let them know about the problems I've been dealing with. Speaking of skeletons, I've been dealing with a horrific, horrifying poltergeist of a kind that I've never seen before. Something unnatural, preternatural, unreal. So in this phone call, let me know, do you think my call to a ghost hunter was a trick or was it in fact a treat? Hello, we are not available now. Please leave your name and phone number after the beep. We will return your call. Okay, people are guessing treat, 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 trick, treat, treat, treat. A lot of treats. A lot of treats. This is a call to a ghost hunter. Let's take a listen. 
Hi there, Tess. Uh, I'm looking for a ghost hunter. I found your number through a friend. He said that you're a, a bit of an empath and um, that you have sort of, uh, maybe you were part of a paranormal team before. Um, basically, what's going on is my house is haunted. I've got a, um, there's a specter, a spook walking around, and I believe he's munching bones. He's, um, every time we buy chicken, all the bones inside the chicken immediately disappear. And um, I'm not sure if this ghost knows where he's going because he keeps accidentally, he, he's trying to haunt me in the living room, but he keeps walking into the bathroom. I think he might be cross-eyed. So uh, if you could give me a call back, I'd love to get this ghost busted. Um, mostly on federal charges because uh, he reported me to the cops. Anyway, talk to you later. Bye-bye. That one was... Oh, that one was to make us feel good? A trick. Makes me feel good. That was Mersh's sister, who I found a new number for. And, um, you know, listen, you call the cops on me, I call ghost hunters on you. That one was a trick. Support the show. Emergency detection system. Emergency. The system has detected anomalous levels of autistic radiation in the path of the Earth's orbit, causing the phenomenon known as the dark future. All citizens are advised to stay indoors. Make sure all means of entry are closed and secure. Then shelter in the most secure area of the dwelling, such as a basement. If there is no basement, go to the center of an interior room on the lowest level, such as a bathroom or interior hallway away from windows, doors, and outside walls. Warning. Do not attempt to respond to knocks on doors or windows and ignore any guttural microphone slurping sounds emanating from outside. Do not attempt to interact with anyone outside of your home or really anyone that isn't on the internet for that matter. This alert is effective immediately and will last for an undetermined space of time in which things will descend into utter madness. Potawful.pizza. All right, sorry about that. Uh, the I think the feed cut out there for just a second, but we are back now. Join the Pizza Fund, podawful.pizza. I'd love to have you in there. We have premium episodes every single Wednesday. Um, if you like Pod Awful, if you like all the stuff I do here, if you're sitting there going, really, you produce this much stuff for this few people? That's how I get to do it. We have some very loyal people who very much love this show, and they want more of it. So every single week I do an extra episode. You get a little premium stuff delivered right to you at podawful.pizza. And also, typically after the shows, we do an after show, the pod after show, where we cover all the stuff that we didn't have time for. That's also in the pizza fund. And because of a guy named Franken Gully, I was forced off of YouTube for a while there. Now I've made a deal. I'm allowed back for now. For now, Franken Gully, you 
fucking little bitch. You I'm Tom Gully, and you're watching Is This Live, the show on the Podawful TV network, Pizza. Yeah, how about you go put your bolts on, you idiot? Anyway, so if you'd like to support the show, and if you want to know where the content is when the YouTube goes down, it's in the Pizza Fund. We're uploading slowly our archives of all the stuff that's been deleted over the 12 years of pot awful's existence into the one dollar level of the pizza fund so archives at one dollar six dollar level has after shows twelve dollar level has all the uh premium episodes and there's even more stuff to choose from as you heard earlier there's a twenty dollar level forty dollar level forty dollar levels getting the uh the promo code for the shirts right now people just want to support this show unlike some shows out there who just for the first time revealed their numbers publicly and they're somehow making with thousands of people watching them with 40,000 subscribers. They're only making $7,500 a month, which is less than what I was making when my YouTube channel was taken down. Unlike some of those shows that do absolutely no work and produce the worst content of all time. I work my ass off to make the funniest show I possibly fucking can. And I use those funds to do it so thank you to uh very much to everybody who supports us um people want to spend more they don't want to give five dollars a person at 1200 people making seven thousand something dollars that's basically every single person is only giving five dollars because they said you're only worth the bare minimum owns to make us feel good absolute skeleton crew over there at patreon owns to make us feel good i'm sorry skeleton crew Owns to make us feel good. So anyway, join the pizza fund. Potawful.pizza. That's the hard sell. I only do it because we don't have ads. We don't have sponsors. We don't do any of that stuff that the other shows do. The super chats. All the annoying shit. One little thing like that. And then we're right back to it. So let's do it. This would not be an awful ween if it wasn't for a little visit with the Earth's Joker. And of course, our favorite Earth Joker, a guy by the name of Harlan Dale Absher, a.k.a. the Santa Cruz Joker. Now, Santa Cruz Joker hasn't really had a ton of stuff going on in his life. Apparently, he's just bought a new Joker mask. Ooh, look, it's scary. It's a spooky Halloween Joker mask. He says, when it comes to hashtag Halloween, I am the reason for the season. And that is normally true. He would go out there dressed in his alter ego, he would wear the full big purple grape grimace suit and dance around. He thinks Halloween is all about him. No, 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 no. Halloween belongs to Pod Awful. And on Mischief Night, we made sure that that stays true. If you don't know about my feud with the Santa Cruz Joker, it's long, it's storied, and it really culminated in one of the most insane incidents that has ever happened in all of pot awful history. You think Mersh is a big goon. You, maybe you're into the Rufio stuff. Maybe you're wondering where Frankengully went. Trust me, I don't think anything has topped the night of the breadening. breadening. Santa Cruz Joker got into a fight with a homeless drifter named Driftwood. And in that fight, actually at the beginning of it, what, what kicked off the fight, the bullet into Franz Ferdinand's head that led to this ultimate downfall of a clownish goon. It was all thanks 
to one little bread salesman, this, this strange creature appeared in the fog of the night. Out of nothingness, he came, selling his wares. Somehow, he'd found bread outside and packaged it and tried to resell it to the homeless people of Santa Cruz. And in that moment, he decided to try to sell some bread to Driftwood's friend. And Driftwood's friend took the bread from the man and lobbed it into Harlan's fucking skull. Somebody threw bread in my face. Bada bing, bada boom, baby. Somebody threw bread in my face. That's right. Somebody threw bread in his face. And ever since then, we've never let the Santa Cruz Joker forget it. Well, it just got so much fucking worse for him. Allow me to show you maybe one of my favorite things that's happened in a long, long time. What an excellent, awful ween this is. People are referring to this as the Night of Long Loaves, for we have sent Harlan as much bread as humanly possible. Here you see Harlan's front door. <laughs> and the first bag of bread has arrived. Somebody has ordered from CVS a couple loaves, just some white bread loaves, no big deal. Now, Harlan, very famously, he moved out of his old place. He said, you're never going to find me again. You'll never see me again. But the bread is magnetically attracted to him. He's so big, he has a gravitational pull. He's just not wry enough to get away from it. Here comes the next batch. Another bag there. We've got two more loaves and a bag of hot dog buns. Nice and ready for Harlan. Anything he wants to do with him. If he wants to make a hot dog, if he wants to make a sandwich, he wants to butter and make some toast, or if he just wants to smash his big, fat, stupid face into it. No big deal. The world's your oyster, Harlan. In fact, it's your oysters on a, on a plate of fucking bread. Because here's some more bread. Oh, there's more bread. Walgreens is now in the mix in another store, 7-Eleven. 7-Eleven and Walgreens have showed up. This is all the same night. This is the night of long loaves. Somebody threw bread in my face. The breadening is upon him. And we have another bag show up. A brown paper bag, mystery bread contents. Here we go. And another bread. Another bag of bread. He can't avoid the bread. Now he's got so much bread. Somebody ordered him just bread from Subway and they had to stick it into one of the other bags. There wasn't enough room for all the bread. Look at the bags. Look at all the bags. Where are you, Harlan? Where did you go? Why aren't you online for the past 24 hours? Is it because of the bag of ice? Was it the bag of ice that was left on your front door? Or was it? Or was it? The bag of concrete. Rapid set 60 pounds of concrete, ladies and gentlemen, sent to the man's front door. And just like that, the pot-awful cult wins again, ladies and gentlemen. Awful ween 
is officially here and it's officially amazing. But Santa Cruz Joker is not the only Earth's Joker out there making Awfulween his own. No, 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 no. Somebody has come for Harlan's crown. This Japanese man apparently took a knife onto a subway train and terrified passengers and then lit that train on fire. There he is wearing Harlan's suit. One of the Earth's Jokers just relaxed, taking a drag off a cigarette as frightened passengers run away. You've been dethroned, Harlan. You are no longer the scariest Earth Joker, not by a long shot. You know, Harlan actually went onto his YouTube channel and he said, I'm going to be out on Halloween. And to all those of you claiming you're going to come fuck with me, just know I'm coming armed. I'm bringing a knife. Yeah, well, that guy actually brought it. And then he set a train on fire. Meanwhile, the pot awful cult sent you bread. What are you going to do? Slice the bread? It already comes that way. Wow. You know what? I think the Night of Long Loaves is the best thing since, oh, uh, I don't know, sliced bread. There you have it, folks. The breadening. The Santa Cruz Joker. The Earth's Jokers. Awful ween. Ha 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 ha. They say in the chat room, that's a real ass Earth's Joker. Japanese Joker. This is why I say they're the Earth's Jokers. They are everywhere. They're not just in America. They're not just in the towns across this very country. No, 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 no. They are in your home too. You may want to take a look at your partner tonight. Look them deeply in his or her eyes as you drift off into slumberland and wonder, when they go into the bathroom, are they trying on makeup? When you hear them laugh at a funny TV show or meme on their phone, does it sound a little bit like this? Makes you think, doesn't it? Speaking of, makes you think. I think probably the worst part of Awfulween is that it always reminds me of, as we discussed already, the paranormal. Makes me feel good. Unfortunately, I can't talk about what I'm really talking about when I talk about the paranormal. Makes me feel good. But suffice it to say, the paranormal. The paranormal is amongst us and one of the spookiest goons we have when it comes to the paranormal is a guy we don't get to cover very often he actually got a, a nice little spotlight on this show on awful ween last year where we interviewed a man who played this guy on tv if you don't know i had an interaction with a guy i don't know how this even got set up he seemed to confuse me with a woman named laura craft bayoneta and he invited me onto his program to discuss bullying. I thought, well, this is great. This is a topic I know everything about. But what I didn't realize is they were coming at it from a different angle. Here's a clip. Joker guy, I got him beat up. You know, I've had people oh. Baker acted. You know, I'm making fun. Like, I thought it was really funny that Joseph's only five foot three or whatever. As now, as you see, this is a guy called Talk with Teddy, a.k.a. Paranormal, Paranormal Teddy. And for some reason, his co-host on this show is a bullied child. <laughs> it's an actual kid. Now, I don't know where he found this Joseph. I don't know what his intentions were with this Joseph guy. 
I'm so you're opposite. So you uh, you're opposite of what we're talking about. Then we're talking about being bullied, you know, and you know, bullies usually for like what we're going through right now. A lot of us have problems from people that have bullied us. Oh, you you guys are the victims of bullies. Yes. Yes. I'm a very bad victim. I actually became numb to the point like where some people can even straight up laugh in my at this point there's people who can get up in my face and I'll just look at them like whatever you can say what you want as long as they hit a trigger in my past then yes I will go off at them but very rarely will they ever trigger me really because like as a bully I find it shocking that I didn't think the people who got bullied were all that affected by it like I thought they overreacted or act dramatic no, about a lot it. of these people that have been bullied have serious psychological issues so isn't it interesting that paranormal teddy has on a victim as his co-host a child victim very very strange indeed we did some investigating into it and it turned out that teddy lives a fully paranormal lifestyle he's part of the lgbtp community for paranormal and you know these people love just flaunting it in your face to the point where he has another show not talk with teddy He's got a show called Paratalk Radio where all they discuss is the paranormal. I thought, oh my God, a woman who's into this stuff too? I, I mean, I've seen everything now. Here's one of their most recent episodes where they brought on another paranormal man. In the past, he has worked for VH1, MTV, Newsweek, and ABC Radio. And as a regional stringer, what's a stringer? For New York Times. Got to figure out what a stringer is. Um, and you can visit him at any time at samvaltrusis.com for more information. I was so, right. Okay, so great intro there. Are you all caught up on who their guest is? Neither is Teddy because he doesn't even know how to pronounce the man's name, as you'll see here. He said, I think it may be Valtrusis. That's what I'm saying. Valtrusis. That's what I'm saying, Barry. That's what you're saying, Barry. Okay, so let's get this. Let's get this gentleman in. Are you guys ready? Please give Sam a warm welcome. Here is Sam. Hi, Sam. Hey, yeah, you totally massacred my last name. It's all true. <laughs> <laughs> okay, not the only thing Teddy has massacred. Trust me. Yeah, I said it right. That one day they're going to dig up his flower garden, and it ain't going to be pretty. <laughs> yeah, you said it right, Sydney. So, so you get points. Woo-woo. Yeah. Teddy didn't. Teddy's grounded. Oh, God. I See, I don't like the way he says that. You can tell he's grounded people before. Again, check the flower beds. Check them. This doesn't look like a man who's into flowers. Listen, for the record, Teddy will usually say, okay, you say this name, Cindy, because I can't. <laughs> I Costume contest coming up after this. It was only I'm terrible. Because when we are set up like this, I don't have... Fabulous prizes. I can't say it unless he sends it to me ahead of time, and then I can read that. <clears throat> so this is the intro of a show. <laughs> now, again, it ain't pot awful unless it's making fun of bad podcasts. This is how they think a show begins. Get your guest name wrong, then discuss at length how you can't read names. Maybe this ain't the career for you. Yeah, I'm right. terrible at names. I... No, I, he's, I he's, He's not good with it, and that's okay. Okay, get to the talk about the children and what you do to them or whatever this fucking show is about. Yeah. I well, just have a natural flair for it. <laughs> yeah, so it's bounce the ball, very true, has success. 
I have, I have multiple stuff, but but yeah, so it's okay. It's totally okay. People have massacred. Yeah, you're right. In the chat room, they say it's ghost rules. This is just ghost rules. You got to go through the naming convention. One of the ghost rules, I think this is rule number 12 on the ghost rules list is you have to screw up a ghost name before it can speak to you. That's why Ouija boards are so hard. Even big name people have massacred my name on, on TV, so it's okay. I'd be like, oh my gosh. Oh, uh, look at this. Zane says, Teddy pretends to not know how to read in order to get sent back to kindergarten. He, man, he would blend right in. Did you hear how he said my name? <laughs> All right. Mr. Robert White says, good day, Sam. He is from good Australia. Good day. Uh, good day. Mary Mart saying, hi, Sam. Hello. This is an excellent way. I love this. So instead of talking about spooks, specters, ghosts, goblins, Schools, whatever it is they might be talking about on this. I don't know what this guy does because I didn't understand the intro. Instead of that, we got to make sure that the three people who are watching get to say hi to him. Uh, oh, I'm sorry. It was two. Uh, he ran out of things. <laughs> he was going, uh, uh, maybe he's just, you know what it is? He's probably distracted by hearing the heartbeat under the floorboards. <laughs> Okay, so what are we saying, author? And what else are we calling you, Sam? Uh, so, so Cindy, I'm out. I'm also clairvoyant. <laughs> oh, okay. Oh, are you? Did you see it coming that they wouldn't get your name right? And oh, are I kinda, you? Yeah, I came out of the uh, the the crystal closet or the the clairvoyant closet. This is what I'm talking about. Did I tell you? L G B T P. P, P, P. There's no way he accidentally chose that phrase uh, during Curse of Lizzie Borden. So uh, I've I've been you know I've been a clairvoyant all my life, but I I've been kind of hiding behind the shadows. I didn't want to go public with it. Nice, I understand that. Yeah, it's it's hard. It's it's especially he's deeply closeted clairvoyant. Actually, when, when ah, I'm not clo no 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 I'm not clairvoyant. I'm deeply closeted. People. No, you, then they say stuff like, uh, and this is what I received, so you may have... It might actually be easier to hear spooks when you're in a closet. You know, drown out all the other sounds of the world. Uh, some understanding. Um. Well, you never acted like that before. You never said that before. <laughs> well... I mean, my close friend. Is that a question? Am I supposed to respond to that? Okay. I've known it my whole life. My family has, but it's just, I didn't go because I was a journalist. So I, I worked, I've written 14 books uh, and I tried to be like, when it comes to writing the books, I've tried to be um, objective. So I didn't really put the, the clairvoyant part in that, but as my books. Yeah. Maybe the books wouldn't sell if your audience thought that you were a crazy lunatic. Progressed. So I have my, my most recent book that just, I've just got today Ghost of the American Revolution. Oh, cool. Uh, yeah, so I actually I'm I'm full blown clairvoyant in this book. Full blown oh, A, hey. I mean clairvoyant. And historian. Perfect. <laughs> yeah. These I mean these comments are very revealing. I'm good with that. Yeah, I'm actually EVP negative for now. I'm sort of a spook chaser. And that, I may I may get that book because I love Revolutionary War. Oh my god! Mm -hmm. So it's kind of I've been given the gift of clairvoyance of clairvoyance. I've been given the gift of no 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 no, no not that one. 
It actually works really well because I, you know, I, I go to in one of the chapters, I go to Philadelphia and I, I kind of like try to try to to meet Benjamin Franklin. So I go to all the locations that he's been spotted at. That's uh, fantastic. Noted paranormal American founder, founding father, Benjamin Franklin. The what? I said, that's fantastic. Yeah, and so I went to... Yeah, I mean, he didn't do it, Cindy. So it'd only be fantastic if it happened. Sure, if he was sitting there and Benjamin Franklin was over his shoulder going, oh, hey, guys, how you doing? Then, yeah, I'd be going, oh, my God, this guy is awesome. That's fantastic. I went to Philadelphia. Benjamin Franklin's sitting there just staring at himself on a $100 bill going, I don't look like that. It looks like fucking Perry Caravello. Yeah, and then so I went to the, the cemetery where he's been spotted. Nothing happened. <laughs> Um, went to there was a, a library where he supposedly dances and I'm, didn't see anything. So I go to where his his old house was. A library where he dances. That sounds like one of those old fashioned terms for letting you know about a fella. You know, oh, he's a confirmed bachelor. He's a he's a friend of Mary. He's a friend of Dorothy. He's a he dances in the libraries. And it was a music. You know what I mean? He's a little um. <laughs> He's a little light in the loafers, you know? He dances in the library. Um, and there, you can see- He's light in the library. The re remnants of what was his bathroom, of all things. So you're telling me Benjamin Franklin is a library nude. Like the privy, it was called. And I, I was looking down, like, you can look down, like, dude. Okay, if you're calling a bathroom privy, you are up to no good. Glass to see the bathroom. And I heard a voice behind me go, uh, that's where George Washington relieved himself. And I'm like, what? But I turned around <laughs> and it turns out that Ben Franklin had a potty mouth. And uh, oh, so, yeah, yeah, so that's typical Ben Franklin. These paranormals just love pee pee and poo poo and cock. And I say that as a guy who I know I just did a whole documentary on a guy crapping his pants, but I wasn't into the crap. We were against the poop. These guys are like, oh my God, George Washington shit and pissed you. <laughs> <laughs> Can I taste it? Ah! Franklin. Wow. That's amazing. I do believe that about Ben Franklin, though. He was probably into crap. I bet you did, so too. Much. He seemed coprophagic. <laughs> Emphasis on the phage. But you, we, we never heard stories. I mean, we don't know what these people said and lived like back in the day. I mean, no, we, we totally don't. Like, how could you even know something? Yeah, you're right. You don't know. This guy doesn't know. You got no idea. Right there. So I'm sure that a lot of them had potty mouths, as he put it. Well, they didn't even have potties. How could you have a potty mouth? This is pre-potty. This is a pre-potty world we're talking about. Pre-9-11, pre-Jan 6. Pre-potty. You know, I mean, look at you, Cindy. When you die and you pass on right. and your ghost is around, I... And by the way, that's going to happen soon. I hate to tell you, and I'm not psychic. I just know when you're going to die. I know that if Trust I hear me, somebody in my I bedroom know. say the F word a lot, I know it's you. Okay, if you're hearing somebody call you the F word a lot, Teddy, then I know it's you. You're the problem. So that's what's going on with these guys. <laughs> I found another video from the um, radio station that carries the Paratalk radio show, and it's fascinating to me. Number one, their guest is that this is before this show and the guest they just had on the show i don't know the guy's name because they never said it right i think his name was maybe sam or something 
their guest was at this con I, it's some sort of halloween convention for ghost hunters and psychics that happened and as you can guess the only people who showed up to uh, listen to the the q and a that they held were the other ghost hunters and psychics one lady showed up to this event a single woman went i'm interested in hearing what these people have to say and this guy sam was there and paranormal teddy was there which i guess they never crossed paths and properly introduced themselves somehow teddy didn't learn his name there and every single person at this horrifically awkward event every single one of them is just talking to one woman <laughs> I've never seen anything spookier. Now here you can see just how empty this event is. And there were more people on stage before this. In fact, uh, let me, um, all right, let me note the time frame here. 4312. Okay. Let me go back to the beginning. You can see there was actually more people, but after they speak, they left also the fattest guy I've ever seen in my whole life is in the audience or, or on the panel here. I don't know if you guys can make out just how fat this guy is. Let me see if there's a point where this guy in front of him stands up. I watched this whole thing. I, holy Lord, somebody needs to come and investigate that thing right there. My whole life has just been people like pot awful. I cannot believe my eyes. Hey, fat, drunk, physically disabled, mentally ill person. Uh, maybe. That's just a maybe. I don't know for sure. All of the top ghost hunters and psychics in America are at this event, and all of them are addressing the one lucky fan who showed up for it, including Paranormal Teddy. Years I just celebrated that author. I'm also the owner of a... Internet network has TV shows, has radio shows, podcasts, so on and so forth. He's the owner of an internet radio network, aka a SoundCloud CEO. Yeah, yeah, you're the uh, you're the co-owner of ROTC Media. You're the co-founder of it. It's it's incredible how these people found all of these things, you know? <laughs> they they found these businesses. They're the CEOs of them. It's very easy to found a business when no one else is looking for it. Um, I started in this field when I was seven years old. That's okay. when I got my interest, and that's when I said, you know what? I need to know. I need answers. And I saw my grandmother come to me, kiss me on... Trey in the chat says about the uh, big fat. So how the hell does he fit in a passenger vehicle? It's he. It's the fattest guy I've ever seen outdoors. Uh, you know what's unfortunate is I don't know if I ever saw him stand up. I don't know if I noticed it. I want to see what it looks like when he walks. You think Mersh waddled away? Twirl around, waddle away. No Mershy. But I didn't know that she had died the afternoon before. So that's how I got it. I'm sorry, Teddy, uh, we, we couldn't hear you through the speaker, the one speaker you set up at this public pavilion that you didn't get the license to use. I started doing investigations on my own when I was a teenager. 
I'm sorry, Teddy, it sounds like you are talking through the paranormal filter. Could you? I started my my investigation started when I don't My mom, but she had died. The one lady is sitting there like, huh? What? You can just come over here and talk to me. I'm right here. I'm just right here. She's like right over there. I'm right here. Uh, I guess I'm all tired of when I went. I I tell the story all the time, and, and most of you will remember that. <laughs> okay, so everybody here has heard the story before. <laughs> all right. This is a great Halloween extravaganza Q&A. Old my, uh, the tape players, the recorders that were the box that you walked around with. Yeah, try using a zip tie or tying it to your string and trying to record your walking while you get yeah hey try recording this from your laptop in a chair in the audience while you talk through some shitty speaker that got blown out because it looks like the one they set up in a makeshift club in the back of a bar in 2001 but still did it anyways I've seen a lot of things over the years things that I can't explain <laughs> I bet my investigations are pretty I can explain them you have a feel ya pretty much not like see on tv they're not they're not normal huh because i i've got to say that everybody else is normal uh come again wait no 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 do that the way i do my investigation yeah look for zip ties on the bodies he's telling you his equipment list now you know what's in his go bag in the trunk of his car these last for years they don't they by the way all of this is allegedly, allegedly which is the most paranormal uh, word of all time allegedly, allegedly don't end I always go back, I just keep records. I always try to, you know, for me, I'm such a thinker that if there's something I can't explain, I will keep going back years after years after years after years. Until <laughs> Too bad he didn't put the speaker in front of the mic. He might as well have. It is, it is almost, there might as well just be, it's like in a movie where every time a guy, like a lonely retard, grabs a microphone, it just immediately has ear-splitting feedback. <laughs> the whole audience goes, ah! And then he works up the courage. He builds up the courage to do what he came there to do, to show his true talent to the world and change people's minds forever. And he goes up to that microphone and he opens up his mouth and he drops his pants and starts jerking off on a child. Until I come up with an answer and if I don't, then I guess I... And their minds were changed that day. Pass on and find my answer once I get to the other side. Who knows? You know? Um... I did want to Okay, so this is what I was waiting for. Finally, there's nobody out here. Again, we're in the audience. This is the audience and it's his laptop. And we know this cuz it says Ted Van Son there in the corner. So he's recording this, he's live streaming this himself from his laptop. There's nobody out here. He finally decides to do the right thing and just turn and talk to the one woman directly. Say to the young lady that your story is not a child. Okay, so that was a little hard to make out because of course it was. 
But he said, your story is not uncommon. So maybe she had, like, she was there to go, like, I think maybe I've seen a ghost or I have abilities or something. You know, women sit around with nothing to do all damn day. All day. They're sitting there, not cleaning, not cooking, not rearing children. They've been convinced by the media that they're bored. A woman should never be bored. She's got, a woman can be made busy. A woman's mind can be occupied by dust, literally dust. I, I need you to understand something here for a second. The, the dust of a, a child's skeleton could occupy a woman for hours. I don't even see dust, okay? If, I, if I'm walking next, you know, if I'm uh, in, a, in an old haunted museum or something, I might notice some dust. That amount of dust... Maybe the type of dust where our nation's corn cobs have left their webs all around. Sure. But just your average little amount of dust. I never see a woman will look at that and go, oh, oh, my God, it's so dirty. Ew. And then what she'll do is for the next seven months, she won't clean that surface, but she won't touch it or interact with it either. And so when you finally go, hey, honey, uh. How come you haven't um, been using the remote control for a while? You know, I don't really ever watch TV, but how come you're not using it? Oh, it's dusty. <laughs> it, it? I didn't... Okay. You want to dust it? No, I'm too busy thinking I might be psychic. I'm too busy being left alone with my own thoughts. And now I'm starting to think maybe I want to drink pee. I was reading on Facebook the other day. Apparently, women have been rubbing diarrhea under their eyelids to remove bags, and I'm thinking of trying it, but apparently you have to use the diarrhea of an African man? Do you know where we could find one? No! You know what, honey? You're psychic. You're psychic. Just get out of the house. Go to the Q&A. Ask Ted something. It's very common. It's fairy You're at cum. the age right now to become... I think he said it's... He either said it's fairy cum... Or it's fairly common. I'm not sure. Being a woman, so there is something in the old school, you know, as experience. Somebody just showed up and said, any Santa Cruz Joker updates for Halloween? Why, yes. Yep. Because you're becoming a woman, starting to blossom. The energies are being... <laughs> She'll go, ew, dust, and then leave last month's tampons in the bathroom. Holy shit. Look at the trash can next to a woman's toilet. It, you want to, do you want to, do you want to contract every disease? Do you want to be like the Japanese uh, Joker, the Japanese Earth's Joker? You want to know how I got these SARS? <laughs> you want to get a whole culture of viruses going on inside you? Play around in the trash can next to a woman's toilet. Release from you when things could happen. So he's, hang on a second, let's roll that back. He's telling this girl what she's experiencing is perfectly normal. Well, what is she experiencing exactly? I don't know. You know, as experience goes, because you're becoming a woman. Whoa, hang on now. What did you say, Teddy? As far as experience goes, because you're becoming a woman. I don't like where this is headed. You know, as experience goes, because you're becoming a woman starting to blossom the energies are being released from you and things could happen okay oh boy he's doing this in front of everybody they're all sitting there stewing in their discomfort going is this the community i joined well i thought we were para oh paranormal oh is that what that meant oh i'm sorry i was here for um 
candles floating, you know, stuff like that. I thought maybe we'd discuss a, a witch's broom. You guys are... Okay, so the girl is developing, and you... All right. Okay. Um, is that what's happening? I don't really know. Is that what's happening? Is she developing? I don't really know. She's probably... I mean, you. I can't see her. You can see her. I don't know how old this girl is, but I'm being told by you that she's coming of age. You know, but that's what I can tell you from what I know from the past, the experiences that I've had. But at the same time, a couple of things, if you That had to be long, long ago in the past for Teddy to be experiencing how a woman goes through changes. We're gonna continue on with this. Here's some, some advice. Oh boy. All right, let's hear this advice. One, keep a notebook of everything that happens. Okay, somebody scour the composition journals in Teddy's home. He's writing down his crimes. Two, if you cannot remember every detail the first time, the next time it happens, remember more. Because every time you remember things like that, the details, it kind of fills in that story. Oh, somebody in the chat says, Jesse, I think that's just your woman who does those things. No. It ain't. You all need to listen. I, when I said that, I wasn't even thinking of my wife. I was thinking about every woman I've ever known. I've lived with plenty of women. I've lived with so many of them. It's disgusting. It honestly, it creeps me out. Way more of them than um, Teddy. I actually know all the natural processes they go through when they blossom into clairsentience. The thing is, every single woman is the most filthy human being of all. Now, some of them hide it better than others. Sure, they hide it, but that's all they're doing. Maybe yours doesn't do that, but here's what I need you to do. EP, check in. Is it EP or EP? EP, check in with your lady and make sure she's not having ideas. This is the most crucial thing you can do to save a relationship. A woman should never be thinking. A woman should never be having ideas, dreams are bad. If she's telling you her dreams, cut that out immediately. The second she's up to having ideas, the next thing you know, she's taking actions. It's like a giant puzzle. More pieces get added to it. I know the pieces fit. And then eventually you should have a picture of what's happening. Try not to. So everybody's getting wildly uncomfortable in here. And the guy who was a guest on Teddy's show right there, he's looking for his exit. He's leaning forward. If I was a body language expert, you know, it, pause. You see here, ding! I'd be pointing at the posture. He's leaning forward. He's got his hands together. He's in a defensive mode, but he's also in a, a prone mode. He's ready to leap and jump up out of his chair at any time. Exaggerate what happens. Because we all know, especially in the paranormal, pareidolia is a big factor in everything that we I mean, if you, I am, I sit on the border of skeptic and believer. And the only reason I sit there is because I. Oh, so you're kind of by that way. You need to have both sides. You can't just sit there and say, yes, I believe you. Oh, good. Well, that loud and clear, Teddy. I got it. We can't just sit there and say, have, 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 to you, it's proof that to other people standing outside, it is not. You actually have to work for that. 
Okay, now Teddy's guest Sam is he's face palming. He's rubbing his head like, what have I gotten myself into? I was trying to stay in the closet. You know, and so it takes time. That's why when I say an investigation takes me months, years, and so on and so forth. That's because... Oh, God. If he's doing months-long investigations, we're talking a Joseph Fritzl-style... You should never give... You're going to find so many child skeletons in his closet. Up on an investigation. And that's not metaphorical, but it is alleged. Two, you never have all the answers. Three, we don't even know what's out there. We have no proof that any of it physically exists. But we have faith. We have stories. We have people from the past. Every civilization that we've known and researched has believed in either reincarnation, spirits, ghosts. They have that stuff. So if it's lasted 10,000 years in stories, the way I was raised, hey, you in know, every story, there's an ounce of truth that's for you to figure out what it is. You know what else is an ancient practice? Pederasty. But that don't mean it's good. All right. So this guy, he's just talking directly to this woman. Maybe some of you don't think this is spooky and scary enough. Maybe you think, oh, it's just a, he's got a hobby. He pretends he's a ghost hunter. No big deal. Why would a ghost hunter then need to be involved in something like what I found on Teddy's Facebook page. Before I show you this, let me say now, if you want to be part of our costume contest, go to our Discord right now, potawful.com slash Discord, and join the Green Room channel and sit in there for me. I will be right there and grab you, and we will start the contest in just a second here. I can see now our time is waning as the candle of the jack-o'-lantern grows dim our time over a year it's a year or longer since this computer has frozen and right as i'm talking about shutting down the stream right as i'm saying we're going to end things right as we try to begin our costume contest i've clearly angered some spirits somebody out there paranormal, paranormal. does not want to be busted the stream went down briefly. I don't even know. I have no clue how that happened. Terrifying, terrifying stuff. What I was going to say is join our Discord, potalpha.com slash Discord. Get into the call-in channel, and I'll bring you in in just a second. Before we do that, though, our final costume contest here. I discovered something terrifying on Paranormal Teddy's uh, Facebook page. Why is a man into the paranormal involved in something called welcome to safe space changing the conversation around mental health now remember my introduction to teddy was of course through bullying so okay i think this must be a website for adults who don't want to be bullied Wee! i need my safe space Wee! my whole life has just been people like pot awful yeah, it has. Hot awful makes me do that. Oh, you poor guy. Stop your garbage disposal! Stop! Stop! I have autism. I can't help it. So I'm reading through here. Safe Space is a youth-led, mental health-focused organization that empowers young people to engage. Oh, but let me be clear about something. Paranormal Teddy does not have children of his own. He might have children, 
but none of his own. So I went, I was like, okay, who's in charge of this whole thing? What is going on with this? So I went to meet the members. All right, who's running this thing? It's a bunch of children. <laughs> For youth, by youth. They're fooboing safe spaces right now. We've got, you know what, I don't even want to show them. I, I shouldn't show them, but every single person in this list, a huge list of people in charge of this program, are children. Why is Teddy involved with something like this? What is he up to? We will need to do further investigations. Thank God. God awful is back, baby. And the earth is flat, not round. All right, we've got a few folks in here in our Discord for the costume contest. Welcome, everybody. I'll be bringing you in in just a second. Hang on tight for me. I've actually got things muted right now. Let me grab my... um. Let me put the video on so you guys can see me and let me unmute and let me make sure everybody in here is unmuted. Again, if you want to join, you got to jump in the green room right now, podawful.com slash discord and jump in the green room. Can everybody hear me and can everybody speak? I think everybody is able to speak oh. in here. Hello, Chewy. Hello, Jeremy. Who else? Howdy. Oh, oh my God. I don't know. That might be the person that just fucking... Got the stream taken down. I see Eliana is here as well. Hello, Eliana. Hear me? Yeah, we can hear you. And we've got Paul in the green room who for some reason I can't. There we go. I just brought him in here. We've got Paul in here as well. Hi, Paul. Can you hear me? Hello. Hello. There you are. Okay, so let's do this. Let me um, let me get you guys up here on the big board. And we're going to go, let's go one by one on everybody so we don't spoil everybody's costumes, okay? Everybody has a costume, right? Nobody's in here that shouldn't be, right? Yeah, I have a yep. costume. Okay. Yeah. All righty then. Let's get this full screened here. Um, I'm just going to go by the order I've got people in here. So let's get Chewy on here first. Chewy, present your costume for me. What? I can't hear you, buddy. Turn your. Oh, sorry. Okay. I uh, I upgraded my costume from last year. I got the helmet now. I honestly thought you were trying to be my costume from last year, which is Hubie Halloween, the same orange helmet and everything. I was like, you just copied my costume. So you are. Oh, this isn't this isn't orange. This is uh, Team Wendy Xfil Tactical Salmon. Tell the folks um who you were last year. Last year I was. Uh, James Sorenstone, our friend. And he's just a guy that we know. Yeah. You dressed as him. Yeah. And then this year you decided to... Uh, dress as him again. Dress as him again. And last year, did you win the costume contest? Which, by the way, does have fabulous prizes! I think I might have. No, actually. you did Oh, no, it was a pumpkin carving contest that I... <laughs> one yeah you won the pumpkin carving that was like years ago too yeah, yeah no you did not win uh do you what was okay the, what was the fabulous prize for the pumpkin carving contest 
I have no idea. Uh, I don't remember. Okay. I didn't win it. I guess it wasn't that fabulous. Then. Oh, wait, wait, wait. We've got, okay. So uh, we've got Studi and Kaylee have come on. They've uh, just completely knocked out Chewie's video for me. So I'll just go to them. See if that works. Nope, it doesn't work. I don't. <laughs> not not Chewie's video. Fucking, ugh, I hate Discord. But you know what? We shouldn't have used it. Chewie, can you go off camera now? We're gonna have to have everybody come on one by one because for some reason when we have multiple cameras up at a time. It uh, it fucks up things. All right, let's see if we can get them back up here. Nope. <laughs> I don't know what's going on. Are you guys on camera now, Studi? Come on, here we go. Sorry. Let's see if we can get this working Sorry here. Sorry about that, Jesse. That's okay. Technical difficulties abound when the spirits are in town. And I still can't fucking see you. <laughs> okay, this is going... You might have to leave the call and come back. This is excellent. Well, I'm going to have to do that every fucking time then, aren't I? All right, let's, uh, let's get this going here. Let's do this. Let's get... I'm going to get rid of Discord completely here. And then I'm going to open up... This is probably what I should always do, but I'm going to open up the Discord program. I hate using the program. I just want to use the browser version, which did used to work. I sometimes feel like they're de deprecating things on purpose. They're making it, is it planned obsolescence just to make things harder. This is what happened with Skype. Every single show used to use Skype for everything. And then Skype became the worst program that's ever existed. And uh, it's completely unusable. It would crash your computer. Maybe that's what actually happened. Maybe I shouldn't be using Discord. All right, let's see if this will work. Now, if this doesn't work, Discord's fucked. Like, there's just nothing that can be done if this doesn't help. All right, let's get back into the... Oh, you know what? I'll start with this. I got a message from uh, somebody. This is from... Uh, this is Uncle Day. And you know what? I'll save it. Uncle Day. We've got one guy who entered the contest who is not... Don't let me forget this. We've got one guy who entered the contest who is not actually here live. He couldn't be here live. We are okay. going to get him in there. All right, let's get back in here. Let's get my video back on. Let's get... Studi and Kaylee back up here and okay there we are now you guys are dressed as I'm a basketball American they said in the in the um voice chat here but I'm supposed <laughs> to be a pumpkin head <laughs> okay you do look a little bit more like a basketball than a pumpkin I have to be honest Kaylee kind of looks like a jacking lantern but Unfortunately, Studi, I think you are a basketball American. Now, uh, let me just ask you guys this. You went to the trouble to paint your faces, right? And did you do this for Halloween? Did you have another thing to go to? Or was this all for Awful Ween? This was for Awful Ween. Wow. While, now, listen, I really appreciate that. Like, you guys have no idea how much that touches my heart to hear that. But at the same time, Lord, what a waste of time thinking that maybe you would win the prize by painting your faces. You just look like fucking retarded juggalos, like off-brand juggalos. And honestly, I it's it almost infuriates me. Also, are you in front of a fake background made to look like an IKEA's home? It's like a doctor's office background. <laughs> I was going to say we're going to get our sh um shots to heal our well wow. i'm glad you practiced that joke okay well studi and kaylee i think i can confidently say i have autism i can't help it 
I don't think you're going to win this one, but maybe everybody else's is a worse costume. I mean, Chewie's was even worse than yours. It was literally last year's costume with a helmet. So maybe, just maybe. Let's go down the line here again. We've got um Eliana. Are you ready? Are you in costume? Yeah. All right. I'm in costume. Let's get Eliana on camera here. <clears throat> and if um let's let's see if the video works when there's more than one. You guys stay on camera. Let's see if this works. There we go. And Eliana, hey, you guys. are. <laughs> who are you dressed What's as? What's going on? Wait, who is this meant to be? This Shaylin. Oh my God. Wow. That's now that you say it, it's so obvious. Yeah, that does look like Shalin. So Shalin, again, uh, another just listener of the show, just somebody we know, but a horrific. Oh, she's passed it. Oh no, Shalin, she's a drunk. Shalin, hello. You're still in the costume contest, Shalin. Wake up. Oh, there she goes. Oh shit. Oh, uh, are you okay? Oh, yep. She's got her hands in her pockets. She's always got her hands in her pockets. You know, drunk women are very cold all the time. Are you okay, Shalin? Shalin, can yeah. you walk in a straight line for me? I just want to make sure everything's going well. What, like, right there? You know what a straight line is, right? You understand a straight line. We had a whole show about Shalin. She couldn't do a sobriety test. Yeah, Shalin, could you just... Yeah, okay, she's figuring it out. Here we go. Let's see if she can walk in a straight line for me here. Her hands are cold. Her hands are in her pockets. They're cold. They're, oh no, she's not. She's wearing no pants. Shalin, you don't have. She doesn't have her headphones on. You're not wearing pants, Shalin. Shalin, you're Shalin. You're not wearing pants. Do you know you're oh. on? You're on camera oh, no. with no pants on. That's yeah. not. Oh my god. All right, that's a pretty good costume. And fucking went for it. What I like about that is Eliana fully went for it. Even Studi and Kaylee are sitting there clapping from the fucking peanut seats. Um, okay, yeah, that, was that was a good one. Let's go to Jeremy. Jeremy, are you in costume and ready to go, my little man? Hey guys, I'm uh, I'm Chris Plank. And you're watching <laughs> the Tom Gully Show live. What's it to you? <laughs> keep, keep doing it. Keep doing it because I'm losing it. Keep doing uh, it. Well, you see, I've got a little bit of acne. Uh, it's been a little dry and hot out in Washington, the air conditioning has oh, been on like 24-7. God. Oh, so everybody's just being other people from the cult. So if you don't know, Plank was one of our longtime listeners of the show. He he revealed himself. If you saw the Rufio Fionix doc, he revealed himself on camera for the first time in a while, and he suddenly was very zitty. And um, ever since then, we don't really talk. To, I don't know where he went. He kind of disappeared strangely around the same time as lila now that i think about it but seeing this costume brought me to tears and i gotta be honest i hope you know our friend lila's missing i know somewhere mm -hmm. out there she's out there and she's dying laughing at this because she, she that plank was lila's ex-girlfriend i mean ex-boyfriend and um she hated the first time. yeah you're right she hated him she dumped him because he was broke. Okay? She dumped him because he was covered in zits. He one time, this is something Lila told me. One time he bought her a gift. I think it was for Christmas. He got her unscented candles. What on earth is a woman going to do with it? What is she, a chambermaid? Is she wandering around a windy, spooky old castle or something? Is excellent costume. Jeremy, well done. I do have I do have one question for you. Yeah, go ahead. Um yeah. 
would you rather have hands made of turkey or would you rather have <laughs> no 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 and by the way actual plank is in chat watching right now he just said lol we haven't <laughs> seen him in a long time somebody's been quietly watching the show and i wonder if maybe he's worried about the investigation coming for him all right jeremy excellent excellent work let's go to our next contestant here we've got ray pizzazz ray are you in costume and ready my little minion i am i'm cheese i'm moon cheese hey what's this building out out here on my home what is, hey hello in there hello <laughs> Hello? Can you let me in? It's cold out here. H hang on, hang on. Hang on one second. Stay right there. Don't go anywhere. I know I realize what I'm supposed to be doing here. Hang on one second. Let's get you, you know, this uh, newfangled Discord here. Let's get you over here. Oh, uh, yeah. I'm, I'm on the wrong I'm going to throw you, yeah. <laughs> I'm going to throw you up on the, uh, on the view screen here. And uh, there he is. Oh, my God. How the hell did you get out there? What the? Oh my God. <laughs> Let me in. It's cold out here. I'm a, I'm a, a moon man. I'm made of a cheese from the freshest lol milk. Well, I got to be honest. One person is finding this very, very funny. One. Is it me? <laughs> nope. It's your wife. <laughs> uh, because we can hear her laughing in the background and we can hear her because the rest of us are completely silent right now. Okay, so um, very good. Thanks. Hey, uh, what's this Hold red on, flag out here with a, a windmill symbol on it? All right, let's go to our next contestant, shall we? Um, oh boy, as quickly as possible here. Shad, you in costume? Let's get you in here, buddy, quickly before uh, people yeah, start to wonder. Quickly, quickly. I am a uh, first-time streamer. Wait, 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 I, uh, wait, wait, wait. I, hang on, hang on. We can't oh, see you yet. We can't see. Can anybody else see him? Because he's not loading for me. Is that yeah, just him? Yeah, we, yeah, yeah, we oh, see him in Discord. Fuck me. There we go. Wait, wait. It's only it's only working in the small. Ver oh, there we go. Okay, let's go. Now do your bit. Okay, I'm a first time streamer. I am obsessed with vaporwave. I have a vaporwave hat. I have a vaporwave <laughs> outer shirt, and that one album that's vaporwave shirt. So, uh, other than that, uh, I have an OBS setup that I set up in two days, and. Uh, I don't really know what I'm doing, and I might I might go on a nervous breakdown in a couple months. Wow, very good. Very clever and very inventive costume by Shad. And I'll tell you what, um, I'll tell you what my favorite part of the costume is. You think that the rock salt lamp you already own isn't part of it, but of course it is. Um, you thought that was a cool thing to have, and in reality, it's what this guy you're pretending to be you would own. So that's very nice. Yeah, I can only like these things ironically. Exactly. I got go. excited, very excited to see all of this. All right, I like it. I like the creativity. Well done. Let's see who else we've got. Um, okay, now this last person, it was a voice I did not recognize originally. I'm not sure who this is. Um, let's see. We've got, oh, okay. Hi, uh, who's that? Is this, you have a costume? 
Can't hear no, you. No, it's, it's me, Skeleton Brother. Oh, no. It's, Howdy. It's, it's Skeleton Brother, the little boy who died in Texas and turned into oh, a full oh, skeleton. I got something in my throat. Oh, no. I got stuck in my teeth. Oh, it's all that, that damn candy my brother was bringing me. <laughs> Get out of here. He's been eating snacks. Skellington, brother, what happened? How did this happen to you? How do you just become a full Skellington inside a house? I I was eating too much candy last year and I I choked to death. (laughs) I I, I got some pizza. My brother's been getting pizza from all over the neighborhood, luckily. And uh, we got some in here. It's not that good. We We don't know how to work the oven. Oh. Okay, it's a good thing I described this news story earlier, or else people would be very fucking confused right now. Very, very big uh, Dallas Stars fan. <laughs> so, go Stars! I gotta ask you something. Now that I've got you here, I gotta interview a little bit. How did nobody smell you in there? Because that—that's the part I don't get from this news story. Is he was in there a year rotting? His his siblings picking the uh, flesh from the bones to make us feel good. So I'm wondering, how did nobody pick up your scent? Well, you ever been to a Mexican's apartment? Okay, let's just <laughs> leave. Let's just leave it at that. Now, can we take a peek behind the curtain here for just a second, Skellington brother, and um, address the man behind the scenes? Because it's this is a costume contest, so you have to be a real guy under there. Sure. Okay, so my manservant, my manservant Lenny, um, manservant Lenny. <laughs> This story it was posted to our Discord. Can you please turn? Can you please turn that effect off? Yeah, yeah. Hold on. It, I can't see through this damn thing. <laughs> You'll just take it off. Because I, I want to talk about this for a second. You um. <laughs> ah! Oh God! Ah! You um. Hold on, I didn't get that effect yet. There, there we, we go. go. You you saw this posted to our Discord, and I happened to be in there with you when you saw this, and you were heavily affected by the story to the point oh, where yeah. you were, like, nearly in tears. I don't think I'm exaggerating to say that. you. I could feel the spookiness shivering through your own skeleton while reading it. This had a personal effect on you. I was, as uh, the Fremen say, profoundly stirred. Now... What exactly happened to make you that way? Because I see now in the story, the new story that we're talking about here in that in that tale, a child was going up for six months or so was going up to people's strangers doors, knocking on them, begging for food and asking for help and stuff. And nobody helped the kid other than giving him a few snacks here and there. His nobody knew he had brothers and sisters inside his uh, his apartment. Nobody knew about Skeleton Brother. And certainly nobody knew about Skeleton Brother. Lenny, I seem to recall you had kind of a you you had a similar story happen to you where it really hit close to home. And I feel like this must be why it affected you so dearly because you happen to live in Texas, right? Oh yeah. And while living in Texas, you had a poor child come knock on your door uh, a couple years ago. So so the interesting thing is. Uh, skeleton brother's brother, the one that was getting all the pizza. Yeah. Uh, he was going and asking for, uh, to use the cell phone charger. Mm. 
and uh, they realized he needed a little more help than that. Must have seen it on his face. Right. The gaunt nature, the skeleton coming through. Um, but yeah, uh, I had a little little uh, African American girl come to my door, and uh, it was like sorry, uh, a studi American. Yeah, yes, uh, it was like nine or ten o'clock at night, um, re- real late for a, a girl of this age to be walking around by herself. Uh, they, they knocked on the door, and uh, I opened it up. I was like, "What the hell?" And uh, she just looked at me and said, uh, "Can I use your Snapchat?" Ooh, terrifying! And I'll when, never forget when I when I say terrifying. What I mean is Lenny was actually legitimately terrified by a small child <laughs> ask clearly begging him for help to the point I, where you responded by I said no and I closed the door. <laughs> I said no, I don't have Snapchat and I closed that damn door and to be honest it was because <laughs> of uh, anybody else that's uh into I can't say the paranormal Right. The supernatural, we'll say. Okay. Uh, might be aware of the the spooky story about the black-eyed children. Yes, I'm aware of that, yeah. There's little children that, that ask you to come in, and, and they, they can only come in if you let them in, you understand, and their eyes are black. You understand I, that in that I misunderstood. Story, hang on. You understand that story that they're, only their eyes are black. The rest it, of exactly. them— Exactly. Okay. I, 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 in the moment, <laughs> it was a little tense situation. And uh, I overreacted. And you know what? Um, she might have a skeleton sister somewhere, and I didn't know about it. Uh, Lenny, I'm happy to report that the child in question is the Skellington now. You did murder a child through your inaction, um, which you nearly wept over the other day. <laughs> I was I was having a rough time. It gave me some, some serious anxiety reading over the Skeleton Brothers story. And the, really, the only way that I was able to kind of cope with it was to make this uh, the silly costume. <laughs> okay, well, that's an excellent tale. Thank you for sharing it with us. Um, now, I've got one more costume. Unless there's somebody else. Let me just check to make sure we don't have more people waiting in the uh, green room or anything. Uh, I don't want to leave anybody out, of course. Well, we do. We've got one more in the green room. Let's get him in here if I can. Let's see. Get him unmuted. Okay, we've got Wobby Who. Wobby Who, you're on. You're in. Uh, so I'm actually the Uncle Dave. Oh, this is, uh, okay, so this is the guy I was about to show um, to everybody. He sent me some photos. Are you wearing your costume now? I am. Okay, let's get you on camera here. All right. All right. You guys ready for this? <laughs> guys, guys, my cat has AIDS. Guys. <laughs> now, I can't imagine. I don't. I honestly, I'm looking at this and I feel like I know all of the Halloween characters. Uh, we have a bunch here at Pot Awful. We've got a, a ghost guy. We've got a guy with God inside him. We've got a Frankenstein. Um, we have. So many, uh, I think maybe even a Dracula might be in there. Who who are you supposed to be exactly? I'm uh I'm Mersh, of course. I'm sorry, man. I've never heard of him. I'm so sorry about that. Dude, I'm more famous than I've ever been. I have no idea what you're talking I've just, about. I've just I've never I'm like this is no nothing against you. I don't know who you are. I'm really sorry. Bro, I are you kidding me? No. Are you are you fucking kidding me? 
No, listen. I don't think this is something I... Listen. Dear Sergeant... Okay, hang on. Listen, I, I, I... What did you say your name was? Moist? I, I, I'm sorry, dude. I just... I don't think you're the type of guy I would ever cover. You know? I, I apologize. Listen, gr listen. I, I'm sure it's a great costume. I don't get it. That's it. I'm huge. Ev I, I'm loved by everyone. I'm just... Medicare loves me. Really? Mr. I, I took Medicare? down Medicare. I took down Mr. Medicare. Oh yeah, sure. Yeah, him. everybody likes to claim that. Listen, uh, I'm sorry, man. I, 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 great costume, I'm sure. I'm sure people are loving it. Um, I've just personally, I've never heard of you. It's it's no big deal. I'm kind of one of those guys in the comments who would see a guy like this in a show and go, "Why would you even bother covering something like that? It's just so lame." And then it somehow turns out I'm subscribed to that guy. So I'm kind of one of those dudes where I don't even, I've never heard of you before. So I just, I don't think we're ever going to cover you. I'm sorry. Not, not in the future. Son of a bitch. All right, man. Well, can, I mean, good job. Uh, sorry. You're out of the running for the contest, but good, good job anyway, buddy. Thank you. All right. Royce, Royce, call the police. Okay. Call the cops. Okay. That's it. Okay, you don't have to call the police, sir. You don't oh boy, he's got a belly. He's got a belly on him. He's waddling away. Why did you twirl around and waddle away? Listen, uh, can I get everybody um, back on camera here in your costumes if you can, or as many people as possible? I'd love to. Uh, I want to go through the judgments here and see what they're saying in the chat room. So uh, they're saying who is Mersh Rufio? Is that meant to be Rufio? Um, he needs Wondering, to. Yeah, go ahead. Is that uh, is that My Little Pony shit on the wall part of the costume? <laughs> Is there? Oh, shit, yeah. oh, listen, oof. don't look. I, oh, I don't okay. have a girlfriend. I gotta be honest. The last time somebody was involved with this character and My Little Pony, it did not turn out well. So <laughs> you might want to hide that pony back there. Um, all right, let's see. Let's take a look at all our costumes. See what they're saying in the chat room about all of this. Not enough bonitis. Um, Jeremy won. They're saying Jeremy Shalin. Eliana won. Um, Skellington bro is best. Stop banging your cat. Somebody says that <laughs> if they're going to know who that last guy is, he's going to have to dox himself or we'll never find out. It's a lot of comments going on. People are loving the costumes. I love them. I like Ray's. Listen, you guys all did an excellent job and I just appreciate you doing it at all. Um, of course, I know what you're really here for. You're here for fabulous So let's figure out who the winner of tonight's program is. Now, I've taken in the considerations of the chat room. I've taken in um, the level of effort. I, I've awarded points based on effort. I've uh, awarded points based on creativity. I've awarded points based on how much it made me laugh. And I've awarded points on based how much I just like each of you individually, of course. Obviously, I am just a man, and uh, that's all God made me to be. And I'm... Unfortunately, a lot of you, I don't like you whatsoever. So with that in mind, with that in mind, and also I can't, unfortunately, and I'm not calling out anybody specifically when I say this, but unfortunately, I cannot award points to the divorced. So with that in mind, I'm a, <laughs> with that in mind, we're getting a little Brady Bunch action now. With that in mind, I believe Tonight's winner to be. And by the way, it was close. For me, it was very close. While I enjoyed the creativity 
of cheese on the moon. While I enjoyed, <laughs> while I enjoyed the storytelling of Skellington Brother. While I enjoyed absolutely nothing about the face paint twins. <laughs> two people stood out to me today. Very much so. Two people stood out to me. And both of them made me laugh very, very hard. For me, it came down between former listeners of the show, Plank and Shalin, a.k.a. Jeremy and Eliana. And for me, edging out the other just a tiny, tiny bit by going the whole way with it and going fully pantsless on camera is Eliana with the Shalin win. Ladies and gentlemen, that's how you oh, do it. I'm going to feel good in my face. I got excited, very excited to see all of this. Boom, baby. Amazing work, Eliana. Congratulations and congrats to everybody who took part. But Eliana is going home with tonight's fabulous prizes. Are you excited? I'm very excited. Tonight's prize, and this is incredible. This is a one of a kind, very special prize. Um, Nobody else is ever going to have this. Nobody else can ever have it again. Um, unless, of course, Eliana were to give it away, I suppose. But I don't see how you possibly could when it's a prize this good. Eliana, congratulations. Tonight, you have, in fact, won your very own pod awful NFT. <laughs> oh. And just to be clear, I don't mean I mean an actual NFT. I present to you, Eliana, tonight on the show, the NFT is this episode of Pot Awful. You own it. This is officially Eliana's episode. Nobody else owns it. Um, I am now declaring that this is an episode that is an NFT that is belonging to Eliana. This is on record. Now when she shows this episode to people, she can say, here's my proof of owning this episode. This is mine. So Eliana, congratulations. And to everybody else, you're gay. Bada bing, bada boom, baby. <laughs> Thank you, everybody. This has been Awful Week. And join that pizza fun pot awful dot pizza. I hope to see you in there for our Wednesday show. No after show tonight because this show is so goddamn jam packed. I just don't have time for it, but I will be uploading stuff to the $1, $6 and $12 levels of the pizza fund uh, tonight, tomorrow, the next day. We're going to get more stuff in there. We're getting the archives in there and we're getting some special stuff from some behind the scenes stuff that we promised a couple weeks ago. So join that pizza fund and get that extra content tonight. Thank you so much to everybody who took part, who watched, who uh, does everything they do. Just Scott to everybody um, uh, to Smokane. Um, I'm trying to remember everybody. Um, 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 who else do I think? Listen, all of you. I love you all. I love Halloween. Happy Halloween. Our candle's almost out. So until next time, have an awful ween. And now, folks, it's time to say goodnight. We sincerely appreciate your patronage and hope we've succeeded in bringing you an enjoyable evening of entertainment.
Please drive home carefully and come back again soon. Good night.